Let's get ready to rumble! This is your nation jam-packed show today. Peloton of five percent. What's up, discipline investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Raznick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingsley is the CEO of Aperna. The best trade idea resource out there. So, what's up, everybody? Happy Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. We are back at it. A little bit of a red day in the markets, a little bit of a bloodbath. We've certainly seen worse in the past couple of weeks, but not a great day. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming to hang out. I'm going to start today off the way that I start every single day, which is to remind you what the point of this show is. We want this to be the best trade idea resource out there. That's what we're going for, guys. If we are not delivering on the trade ideas, call us out. Tell us, say, hey, you know, come on. We just wasted two hours here. We're going for two hours, guys. So we're going from noon to 2 p.m. Eastern. We're going to get the ideas flowing, not only from myself, not only from Jason, our CEO, but most importantly, from all of you out there in Zinger Nation. If you are hanging out with us on the YouTube stream, you are, in fact, a member of Zinger Nation. So let's fire this one up, guys. Let's get this thing rocking and rolling uh, on the radar for today. We've got a ton of tickers to talk through. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to hammer them out really quick in the order. I'm going to go through them. Uh, but we've got Apple, Cannabis, GameStop, Doge, Bitcoin, and all the related Bitcoin stocks, Clover Health, and Support.com. That's what I have on my radar right now, guys. If you have other tickers for us to look at, you know that we will make time to get to them. So go ahead, drop the tickers in the chat there. Um, you know, I, I see somebody saying lots of Clove talk. Yeah, they, they probably already did a, a decent amount of Clove on the previous show. But again, guys, if, if, if you have other tickers for us to talk about, drop them in the chat. We'll get to them. I see somebody putting in Mara. Yes, we, we will absolutely get, get to a Mara there. Um, but all right, let, let's start it off with, with, with things that we have to look forward to this week. Uh, there, there, there's a couple things going on. Uh, so, so first things first, Apple, I'm seeing a ton of chatter about Apple. Uh, tomorrow we have an Apple event. It's going to be a product event. The rumor, I believe, is that we're going to get some updates on iPad. There there will probably be more than just iPad in there. It's not going to be a phone day. Maybe it'll be computers, but it's probably going to be iPad, maybe headphones. Uh, you know, it, it, it could be uh, so, some sort of new products. Car, I saw somebody toss around car it is going to come out of the Apple event tomorrow. I, I think that it's unlikely. I, I'm, I'm pretty certain uh, that, that if we were getting Apple car, we, we would already have a heads up about it. Um, but again, guys, Apple event tomorrow, we're going to get some product updates. The reason why I want to bring this one up is because for a lot of you new traders out there, it's probably the first time that you're seeing an Apple event. Um, you know, when, when, when Apple does these product releases, you may be buying the stock into this event, but, but I will tell you from experience and I've watched, you know, the, the stock performance throughout dozens of these more often than not, the, the stock price of Apple does not move on these product update days. Uh, it does happen sometimes, uh, but but again, more often than not, we, we don't get a price in movement or, or, or a change in stock price for Apple on these product release days. Um, so if you're buying the stock and hoping for that, you know, 
good good luck is what I'll say to you. Um, that said, I do sort of like Apple. I, I'm I'm in the stock still. I've had a position in, in Apple for quite a while now. Um, I will continue to hold that position. My I mean my my average price after they did that split is like twenty four and a half bucks. Um, I, I've I've thought about adding more. Haven't. Should I have? Yes, definitely. Let me go ahead and share the screen so you guys can can see the same chart that I'm looking at here. There we go. Check that out. All right, there, there, there's the price of Apple there, right? This, this is one month. These are four-hour candles looking back over the past month. Uh, you know, this, this was a Tom Nash pick, almost calling the bottom there. So, so big shout out, Mr. Tom Nash. Well, we don't have air horns yet. That's all right. Um, but, but again, if you're buying shares of Apple, and I saw that that spike right on the open, if you're buying it for the sake of, of seeing it during that product day, be careful. Um, but, but you know, th there's the deal there with Apple. Uh, let, let's talk about cannabis and cannabis stocks. We're, we're, we're not up today. So, so, you know, if we, if we look at CGC canopy growth, uh, and, and we use that as, as a proxy for the space, Here, here's the, here's the one month chart of canopy tomorrow is in fact, 420, you know, st stoner holiday of the year. Um, I I've heard a lot of chatter again in, in the retail trading community of people buying the cannabis stocks into 420. You know, my my opinion has been this entire time that that trade is mostly up. I mean, that that was like the hot trade to make in like 2014 and 2015 when we were getting pretty pretty much none of these stocks were listed on major U.S. exchanges. We had some on on the TSX exchange, but a lot of them were on the, the smaller Canadian exchanges, some of the OTC exchanges as well. We we would definitely in those first couple of years of there being publicly traded cannabis stocks, we would see some sort of a run up there. We haven't seen that nearly as much in recent years. Um, you know, it, it, it's been sort of a dead trade. It's been more of a dead trade than, than not a dead trade. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this one out to the crowd. It's the first question that will drop of the day. If you guys are buying these cannabis stocks, if, if you're loading up on your shares of your cannabis companies into 420, hit me a one in the chat. If not, throw me a two. I'm curious where everybody is at at this one. I see Drew's hanging out. I'm going to ping pong the idea off of him. Drew, what's up, man? Happy Monday morning, uh, I guess afternoon now. But but uh, cannabis trades. Are, 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 what, do you have any opinions, or did you get into the cannabis trade into four twenty? Nope. All right. I have a little bit of grow generation ticker it's on that one. The cannabis play. Sorry. T ticker on that one. Pro generation ticker. Can we get it? No, we're not getting GRWG. it. GRWG. GRWG. All right. Pro generation. This one looks okay. Not 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 as bad as the canopy there. The chat is definitely more more people not into the cannabis trade that than they are. Again, guys, I've been watching these stocks for quite a while. Um, what, one of the ways that, that Benzinga actually got like a, a big leg up, right? Like, uh, we, we took things to the next level is with these cannabis stocks. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll give some of the background story there, Drew, you definitely don't even know this one, but when, when, when the cannabis stocks started listing on, on some of the, the Canadian exchanges and OTC, there was no coverage of them. You know, the wall street journal wouldn't cover these stocks. New York times wouldn't cover these stocks. Bloomberg wouldn't cover these stocks. CNBC wouldn't cover these stocks. Right. It was, it was looked at like this is sort of a sin industry. It's super unknown, et cetera. And there was a lot of bullshit out there. Like, like, like a lot of these companies that, that were the first ones to list, 
All right, you you would read about the directors, the CEOs. They had like SEC indictments in the past. Um, I mean, there were so many crappy companies on the market, and a lot, a lot, a lot of them don't exist anymore. I mean, they they, they would just dump these massive offerings. They'd have massive insider selling. They would do these weird financing deals, and, and there was a lot of crap on there. Um, but but we were one of the first, I think, really the first media outlet, financial media outlet, to cover these stocks in a serious way. Uh, you know, we, we, we were, we were writing about them. We, we were, uh, you know, interviewing the CEOs. We were really digging through and trying to figure out like, okay, which of these companies are legitimate and which aren't. And, and like, we built an awesome cult following in that space, right? There, there was no real reporting on these stocks. We, we were actually digging, digging through and, and figuring out which, which ones are, are best and which aren't. And, and that's one of the ways that we really like forged our way into the financial media space. Is because when those companies blew up, they were coming to us with all their exclusives. We, we already had the beat on them. Our reporters already knew these companies. And, and so, so that's really one, one of the ways that Benzinga got going in a, a decent, decent way. Um, so so, so there, there's my deal with the cannabis stocks. Again, we've been covering. I've been following this space for quite a while, many years now. The, the 420 trade was hot several years ago. I, I haven't been a fan of it this year. Um, you know, if it, it seems like there's a couple of folks in the chat who are, in fact, buying these stocks into uh, the upcoming earnings announcement. But 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 more often than not, it, it seems like people are just sort of hanging out. So there's the deal there with cannabis stocks. Uh, Drew, GameStop. Er, all right. Let, let me back it up. For, for anybody who's just joining us, again, point of this show is we want this to be the best trade idea resource out there. We're, we're going two hours today. That's why we're doing this, guys. Uh, we just talked about Apple with their product announcement day. Then we hit cannabis. Next up on the docket, I'll, I'll just hammer through these tickers. We've got GameStop, Dogecoin, uh, Bitcoin, and all the related stocks like your Mars, your Riots, your SOSs, etc. We'll do Clover Health. We'll do support.com. If there are other tickers that you, we need to cover, Drop them in the chat. We'll get to them. We'll check them out. Uh, you know, even if you don't have other tickets for us to cover, say what up in the chat. Say hi. You know, and 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 I'll make one last ask, guys, which is go ahead, smash that like button, share this stream. You know, we, we have 300 people on here. We have 33 likes. Get that number up to at least 100. I mean, come on now. I'm a little slow today. I'll admit it. You know, it's a Monday. Got 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 to get it going. Um, but all right, Drew, let, let, let's just keep clipping down that list. GameStop, ticker GME. Um, did you see the news out this morning? Is it just me or is Drew on like a 90-second delay? He's definitely on a delay. Is Drew celebrating yeah, 420 I, I, a little early or is it like an internet so thing? so messed up. <laughs> I think it's an internet <laughs> thing, unfortunately. <laughs> That was a little delayed. Sorry. All right, producer Rohan, you come on today then. With um, me. I can Bye, try. Steve. Oh no, Drew, just try to reconnect. I don't know. Figure it out. We want you here. It's sort of difficult though. Definitely. All right, yeah, Drew, it, it Drew's gonna try to work fun. out his internet. I mean, you know, we 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 got to get him out of college housing, guys. We need to put together a fund to get Drew out of college housing, get him to graduate. All right, Rohan, you can be the person I can play off of now. Uh, GameStop. Did, did, did you see the GameStop news this morning? I have not. All right. Stock up 8% today. Uh, we, we we had a press release from the company CEO George Sherman out as CEO. 
I don't think that comes as a surprise to anyone after that pitiful last conference call. He, he was, I believe, the only executive from uh, uh, from GameStop to speak on that conference call. He said pretty much nothing to the uh, to to about the digital transformation. He didn't get into, hey, here's how we're going to revolutionize the world. Here's how we're going to bring the company back. It was dry. He told us how many stores they closed. Yada yada. Um, nothing super exciting there. That that gave I think all of us the heads up, the alert that hey, there's changes are coming. He doesn't seem like he's a big part of those changes. Uh, so 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 Sherman is officially out. He's, he's resigning is is how they put it. Uh, I'm guessing it's a little bit more of a push out at GameStop. We we did have a comment from uh, chair of the board Ryan Cohen. AKA Chewy founder, the, the savior of the stock. Um, uh, let me go ahead and pull up this press release per my trusty Benzinga pro pro.benzinga.com. Uh, but all righty, Ryan Cohen, uh, basically Ryan Cohen came out. He didn't say a ton that was super interesting. He just sort of thanked the CEO. And, and then the, the little bit more important part is he said, he appreciates the CEO for getting on board with all the new board board members that, that Ryan Cohen and company, have brought on to GameStop. The the other piece that he mentioned um, was, it's right in here. There we go. All right, that, that the company is basically reviewing executive leadership uh, to make sure that, that leadership is right for their, their digital transformation as a company. So, so that's the deal there with GameStop, guys. CEO is out. If you're thinking about getting into the stock, I'm not in it right now, but if you're thinking about getting into it, announcement of a new CEO is definitely a catalyst. I mean, I, I can't pick the I can't picture the company picking any CEO that that wouldn't be positive for the stock price. I think pretty much whoever they pick, it's going to get Ryan Cohen's blessing, of course, with with him being chair of the board. The the stock is going to pop on that. How long will that be? We don't know. Uh, the company said in their press release that they they have a third party company who's sort of doing that executive search process. So so it could be a little while. At the shortest, I would expect a couple of weeks before we hear anything. At the longest, maybe as long as three, four months. Um, you know, so 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 it is a, a decent catalyst there. Uh, but you know, there, there there's the deal deal there on GameStop. You know, we um, did have uh, what last Friday, Roaring Kitty quadrupling his position in GameStop. GameStop. Yeah, I I believe. Uh, I believe that he exercised his calls and took the shares. I don't know if anybody in Zinger Nation, that's all of you out there in the chat, if anybody can confirm that that's exactly what happened. But but I believe that's what happened with, with, with GameStop and Roaring Kitty last week is he, he actually exercised his call options and took the shares. So so sort of an interesting one there. And, and producer Rohan, were, were, you, were you listening to SPACs attack? Uh, no. All right. Spencer Israel, were you listening to SPACs attack? All right. No, 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 nobody, nobody listened to Specs Tech in the office. All right. I, I, if they already covered Dogecoin a ton, I apologize, but, let, but let's look at it. Host of our Spag Attack show, Chris Catchy, has an exclusive from Weeble. Uh, that, that is, is the brokerage, right? So it's sort of, sort of taking Robin Hood by storm a little bit. Uh, but Weeble, as of tomorrow, is going to begin offering Dogecoin to all of its customers. Over the weekend, there was some chatter on Twitter going around. Uh, that 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 certain users, certain customers are being selected for for uh, a Dogecoin beta. Uh, we oh, reached out nice. to Weeble. We we got yeah, there we go. Very nice. We reached out to Weeble. We we got comments from the the, the company from the CEO confirming that 
tomorrow. They are going to be offering uh, Dogecoin to all of their customers. And check this out. 11.59 is when we published the story. We actually moved the price of Dogecoin. As big and thick as it is. Here, I got to refresh my trading view chart. Check this out. All right, we, we published a story at 59, so it's right around here. Okay, look at these green candles. Boom. And still going, baby. That's how we do it here at the Benzinga News Desk. You are a Benzinga Pro winner. You caught that one. You, you had some success with it. Uh, Pro.Benzinga.com. Whenever in your Benzinga Pro you see any sort of item in red, we, we try to make it easy for you. When you see a red item, that, that means pay attention, right? Red here, look at this. Exclusive story that Weeble is going to be offering Dogecoin to its customers. We got a pop in the price of Dogecoin on that announcement. Still carrying higher. Um, why is that notable? Weeble has a ton of users. R right now, if, if you're in the U.S., you, you pretty much have, have two options to, to get into Dogecoin. You got to trade it on, on Robinhood if you want to trade it. You can trade it on Voyager if you want to trade it. Uh, now Weeble is going to be making it available to their customers tomorrow as well. Um, so, so, so huge win for the Benzinga News Desk uh, to get this scoop on Dogecoin. If you want to check out the article, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to drop the link into the chat here. And, and Weeble CEO Anthony Denier is going to be joining us in just a little bit. Uh, so, so there's another little preview for you guys today, right? We're not only talking about my stocks. Not only talking about your stocks, you, you guys are dropping in tickers. I wrote them down, right? I saw the Mars. I saw the Cloves. Uh, but but if you have questions for Weeble, if you are a Weeble customer, you're thinking about becoming a Weeble customer, CEO is going to be joining us on this show in, in about 30 minutes from now. Uh, so, so go ahead. Think of your questions. If there's features you want to have on Weeble, I don't know. Whatever it may be. Go ahead. Get those ready. We'll, we'll, we'll bring them onto the show, um, and, and, and we'll get running from there. Other tickers that I'm spotting out of the chat that I want to make sure we get to today. Uh, we've got Peloton. We have Alibaba. Um, the, the last note that I'll end on with, with, with this Dogecoin discussions. I'm sure you guys are all sick of it right now. Shit. Actually, I have two things. Sorry. I have two more things to add on to the to the Dogecoin discussion. Um, the, the, the first one is you guys really love Dogecoin. Check this out. So, so I'm going to give you guys... An, an exclusive sneak peek into our analytics here at Benzinga.com, okay? Uh, th this is this is the, our, our traffic numbers on Benzinga. There's no way for you guys to see this other than watching the show. There we go. Screen is up and displaying. Today, we, we have three times more readership than average, right? Here's the number of readers on Benzinga.com per minute. Th this little dark shade down here, th this is our average number of readers for a Monday. Look at how many people are reading about Dogecoin. 560,000, 218,000, 150,000, 120,000, 84,000, okay? The world has gone Doge crazy. I've, in, in my eight years at Benzinga, I've never seen anything like this. I officially hit, hit that eight-year mark uh, this weekend. Jason Rasnick didn't acknowledge it, didn't give me anything. Bullshit, in my opinion. <laughs> Oh no, eight years, fucking nothing. Not, not a watch, not even a phone call, whatever. But But, but check this out. Uh, look how much readership there is. This is for the past seven days. Look, look at our top stories on Benzinga.com. Doge, 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 Bitcoin, Doge. Holy crap. All right, finally. 
Neo saves us at position 18. So basically, the, the, the 17 most read stories on Benzinga.com, including two stories with over a million unique individual users, uh, were about Dogecoin. The world has gone Doge crazy. Uh, tomorrow is Doge Day, right? There, there's a, so much social media energy saying, saying that Doge is going to be running to 69 cents tomorrow on on a, uh, on Doge Day, 420, right? 420, 69 cents. I get it. It's funny. Those are the types of things I like. Uh, but I am doged out after being deep in Doge editorial land all weekend. So so we're not going to talk about it a ton today. And I'm sure that you guys are sick of it too. Mama. All right. So 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 there there's the deal there, guys. Um are on Dogecoin. Let's see. We we next up on the docket, I've got all the crypto stocks, right? This is different than Doge. We're gonna talk about real stocks here, like our Mars and our riots. We got Clover Health, we have support.com, Peloton, and Alibaba. That's what's on the hit list. We do have a guest joining us in a couple minutes. But producer Rohan, I think we should hit some user calls. What do you think? That sounds like a great idea, Luke. I know it's Monday. I need to get going. All right. See, see that 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 that's that's what I'm that's what I need to get rolling. Okay. Let, 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 let's get the user calls going. Let's get that number up on screen. Roll them in. Call in. Let's and let's born uh, to let's be free saying that, that a watch is for like 20 years of service. I'm at like houseplant level, but but he doesn't know that I'm on now nine consecutive weeks with more than 90 hours worked. That's a lot of consecutive weeks. So really it's like 16 years, okay? But let, let's let's throw the phone number up on the screen. Let's get the calls, all right? If you have a stock you want to pitch, you have a ticker to talk about, three minutes, floor is yours. Say whatever you want. Give us a buzz. Don't make me feel all lonely here, right? Last time I had to call him by myself. We stopped doing the user calls because nobody likes to call. I enjoy it. It gives me a little bit of a break. Um, I do have a bit of a warning. Uh, The the app that we use for user calls seems to be not loading for me, so I'm going to put a different phone number on screen. All right. Well, just put up your phone number. Put up Spencer Israel's phone number on screen. Spencer, what's your phone number? Okay, it's 248. Okay, just kidding. He, he does not want his number on the screen. All right, producer Ron, how are we looking? Are, are we going to make this happen or no? Uh, should I just put my number up there? I'll put my number up there. I don't care. Or put up mine. I don't care either. Put up mine yeah. or yours or Spencer's. It doesn't matter. All right. With great power, folks, comes great responsibility. Please don't call me while I'm off the show. There you go. Boom. There it is. You didn't have to tell them it was your phone number. Nobody would have known. They would have <laughs> thought it was an office line, but you did it. Uh, you do not have to call in the video to play. You just got to dial that phone number uh, and say what up. Again, if you want me to feel lonely and just you know run out of breath talking by myself for the next two hours, that's fine. I'll do that. We, we do have a guest in the waiting room who's going to be joining us in just a minute here. Uh, so, so do you have somebody, Rohan? I believe I have hey. someone. Oh, we have more calls. There uh, we go. Find that one. What's going on, guys? I believe I have what's up? What's up? Hey, Rohan, what's going on? Jerome here. What's up, Jerome? You have a stock for us? Yeah, thanks for taking the call. I think, um, right now I'm looking at Lloyd's Banking Group, it's LYG. Okay, that's an interesting one. We haven't we haven't talked about that one on the show. All right, what what, what do you I've like been, about Lloyd's? Oh, I've been monitoring it the whole year uh, since the beginning of the year. It's been 
on the uptrend, it's got a 10 out of 10 sentiment now. It started at like five. So it's got some really good momentum and they're looking in the crypto space right now. Okay. All right. I like it. Lloyd's is actually one of my best swing trades ever. 2016, after a Brexit vote, after the Brexit vote, maybe it was 15, I don't know, somewhere around there. Right. Uh, the, the stock got hammered that night uh, and ended up being one of the best swing trades that I'd have. Um, wow. But all right. I mean, this chart looks great. I sort of like this one. And generally speaking, I like banks because interest rates are only going to go up. Right. That's part of the logic for sure. Okay. I like this one. Uh, anything else on Lloyd's or, or you have one more ticker for us? So one more uh, uh, tip on it. They're looking at uh, getting on the blockchain. So I'm thinking it could double by the end of the year. No question. All right. I mean, again, the chart is beautiful. I mean, it's been in this trend for a minute. I mean, I'm being conservative, but for sure, right? Yeah, I mean, you never know for sure. But I mean, we are at a 52-week high, just about. It looks like it made a 52-week high today, pulled back a little bit. Let's zoom it into the dailies. I mean, this thing doesn't trade a ton. I guess that's one thing to be on the lookout for. But it's definitely an interesting one. All right. Yeah, thanks, man. Great talking. Thanks for calling in. There's an air horn. All right. First user call of the day. I like it, guys. Thanks for calling in. Not making me feel so lonely. Give me a little bit of break in my voice, you know, and, and get more ideas going. Because, again, that's what this show is all about, guys. Getting the ideas flowing. I see the Voyager Digitals in the chat. We will get to those. Um, but, all right, without further ado, we have a very special guest waiting for us. I'm going to bring him on here in just a minute wolf what's up man can i just call you wolf i mean wolf yeah, is call like me wolf, for sure for sure living the dream what's going on luke yeah baby monday morning or afternoon i don't know where in the world you are but monday what, morning or afternoon east coast east coast yeah me too i guess it's afternoon for me too uh but what's up man You've been trading. You've been talking a little bit of Doge. What what what's on your radar today? Uh, and and I guess before we hop into that, just give us a little bit of background on yourself. How long you've been trading for? What your style is, etc. Yeah, for sure. I've been trading seriously for about two to three years. Uh, recently graduated with my bachelor's in finance from Drexel University. I work full time for Wolf Financial. That's the company that I work for. We're building uh, what we believe is a next-gen social media, crossing over Twitter with a series of other financial applications, allowing you to do your research and your social all in one place. And that's kind of my life now. I've been running a lot okay. of stuff on Twitter, whether that's Market Madness um, and other stuff. I associate with people like Jonah, who's on here all the time, and a bunch yeah. of others. So yeah, stocks are kind of like my full-time life now. I'm lucky enough to be a, a Twitter addict and a stock addict. So that's what I'm doing. Awesome, man. I like it. That, that I, I see. I, I sort of got lucky like that after college too. And in, in, in that like I expected to go like the investment banking route or something yeah. along those lines, which is still finance, but it's not stock market. Got lucky, stumbled into Benzinga. I actually just told the story of how I got to Benzinga uh, when I was 19 last week. Um, but but yeah, it's a lot of fun, right? Definitely, yeah. And I have that background. I worked at Goldman for six months in college in PWM. I also worked at PE Shop. And so I kind of had that feeling of like spreadsheets for life. And now I'm just doing something else, which I love a lot more. All right. And when you're saying social plus, plus like fundamentals and research, like what, what sorts of things are you bringing into that experience? Absolutely. Or, or if you have a screen to share, you can show us too. 
Yeah, 100%. Might just take uh, just a second to load it, but absolutely would love to um, share with you some of the details of what we got going on because we actually have been working on this for over a year now. And really our core key features are just coming out um, this week. They've been in testing, so really fun stuff. Um, awesome. I'm just gonna go ahead and share my screen. I haven't shared my screen on StreamYard before. Is there just, here we go, share. Boom, it's share pretty screen. easy. Share screen, boom. All right, screen one, share, cool. Kind of like Google. All right, you can see this? Yep, yep, we can see it. Perfect, so as you can see, similar layout to what you get on some other social medias when you come in. You get your videos up top, you get a series of posts down here. And so, um, so videos, are those from users? Yeah, these are videos that users post. We're basically doing a similar style to with TikTok, where you get the ability to have that 60 second video clip cut down. However, one of the things on our platform is our verified users, which are people who we go through and we vet their financial backgrounds, their trading experience, where they went to college, their friends, yep. stuff like that. Those people can actually make 10 minute videos on the platform. Okay, um, very cool. That allows them to get a little bit more content out. And then and I, I see Jordan Lupton up there, right? Right, yeah. number one post. Yeah, yeah. So this is uh this is a mock-up, but I work with Jonah really often. Okay. I'm actually doing a one-on-one Twitter space with Jonah on a Wednesday morning where I'm gonna be interviewing him for about an hour um on Twitter Very spaces. Cool. So that's gonna be really fun. What what uh what what time Wednesday? That's gonna be eleven thirty AM EST till twelve thirty. Okay. That I mean that sounds good, except you're overlapping with my show for half an hour, but I know, I know. We'll I know. We, we, we wanted to capture East Coast, West Coast, and Europe. So, you know. You guys are doing it right. I usually do mine in the evening. I have a big Twitter space tonight at uh, 8 p.m. And then I do it every Friday it? at 5. Yeah. So but, some of these wait, other wait, who's your Who's see. your Twitter space with tonight? Or, or what, are you, what are you doing with it? Tonight we're covering the gaming industry. So I, okay. I have two reoccurring Twitter space segments. One of them is called Stock Center. And that's every either Monday or Tuesday uh, evening where we cover a specific industry. We did semiconductors last week with Chris Seifel and several others. And then uh, this week we're doing the gaming industry. And then every Friday I do something called the Weekly Howl, which is 5 p.m. EST. I bring on a series of speakers. So I'm going to have the general manager of TradingView is going to be on that one. Uh, Anthony O'Hayan from- Pierce Crosby? Uh, yeah, Pierce Crosby is going to be on it. He's actually an intern at TradingView. He, he just started- Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hit him with it. Uh, we like to talk shit about Pierce sometimes. Yeah, but keep I going. See, see. And then uh, also Anthony from uh, Pounding the Table is going to be on cool. that. Uh, Brad Freeman from The Motley Fool. Uh, okay. So yeah, we're going to be having some really fun Twitter spaces. They've been a great way to bring on the community. And, you know, I think people like them because my audience has quadrupled in the last month. Nice, man. Um, All right. I like it. The only problem, again, with the one tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, I'm doing, I'm going to be on this YouTube channel doing something uh, uh, on NFTs and cryptos. So, you know, you're overlapping me again. But hey, hey, we'll let it slide. We got we got different audiences though. NFTs and cryptos versus the gaming industry. I guess there's some there's some overlap there. There's some, all right, all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair all enough. Right, but keep going. We'll, keep we'll keep going. We'll have to coordinate in the future, Luke. Exactly. There we go. Shared calendars, but yeah, yeah. I'm actually gonna be putting out a shared calendar for my Twitter spaces. So all right, good. You can hop on that. Make a look at that. But um, just a couple of key things. I won't run through all of this because I know you got limited time. But when I talk about research, essentially, you can see here Austin Hankwitz. You might know him. He's a yeah, brand yeah. partner of Wolf. He's got about half a million on TikTok. And you can see here when he's posting in Wolf something like a Microsoft Apple comparison with these different charts, whether that's a PE ratio, um, an Apple, Microsoft, it's all created natively is the goal with Wolf. So right now, if I'm on Twitter and I want to put that's a five-year cool. cash flow, free cash flow graph, that takes a while. I have to go to Yahoo Finance, get five years of data, plot it out on a shitty looking Excel graph. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Not, yeah. Uh, and then, okay. And then put that in and you know, that, and then it's not dynamic. Nobody can look further. But in here, if Austin wants to put one of these graphs on, he can just go right in, click on the graph, select the company that he wants, 
and then just plot it right inside the app, right? He can draw on it. He can use a ruler tool. He can plot other things besides price. He can add more companies. So it's all done natively is kind of the gist to this. And then also with your research. So when I look in, you also have shared portfolio in here. That's one of the things that, you know, some most social finance platforms are doing now, but we do it a little bit differently where you have that shared portfolio with your holdings, your transactions. And then the key oh, is, sweet. yeah, let's say I see Zoom in here. When I want to look more at Zoom, we take people to the split screen where you get everything you get on Twitter down here. So everyone's talking about it, but then you can go right into an actual research center. Okay. And let me ask you this. Do, 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 does it just, uh, do, like, does it pull in all the tweets about Zoom or, or is it just the comments so, that people have posted on, on your app? So this is all within Wolf. The goal is we are okay. building this native ecosystem within Wolf. We are collaborating with about 40 creators from Twitter now. Um, many of them have, have signed with us to, you know, come onto our platform, be posting content on there. Um, helping them build audiences on the platform. One of the and reasons, then, yeah. And, and then are are they like equity partners in the business, or or they get like some first mover advantages, or or how? Uh, there there are some first mover advantages, typically oh. not equity. Um, you know, okay. as a young startup, we're pretty stringent with equity. Equity. Oh, no, but, I get um, it. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a cool platform, man. Yeah, one of the reasons that they mostly love it is because of the ability to you know natively sell content in here. I won't go too far into that because. Some of these are still being uh, built out, but really fun okay. is just the ability to do your research. So I'll just show you one quick thing. So if I see Zoom in here, and this is coming into the app within the next week, so I really suggest people come and try it out. If I wanted to look at Zoom's finances, I could go in here, and then instantly down here, I have all the key ratios plotted out for me over a series of time. So free cash flow graph takes me five seconds to make now. And then the, my favorite part is it's all content. So I can click share, and then it'll share it right into my social feed like you can see here. Yep, totally cool. So that's kind of that's right. kind of the gist to that. Okay, so that's sweet. So so how how do we get the app? This isn't even what I plan on talking about, which is this is great. This is, that was an awesome little little side side, you know. Yeah. There's, how, there's how do we get how do we get to the app? It is on the app store. It is on the Play Store. Wolf Financial. All right, Wolf Financial. All right, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up now. Uh, but but what what what's on your radar, stock wise or or for your users? Like if you have a ton of people posting about a certain stock, I don't know any. Any insight you can give us there is always helpful. Yeah, absolutely. My audience leans heavily towards growth stocks. So some of the names that we've been looking at are Futu, Upstart, you know, classic names I'm sure you're looking at. Penn just took a massive dip. I'm a huge sports betting guy. When it comes to that industry, I've been buying into Penn since $6 a share. Okay, um, so, so that was what? Like in the COVID lows, basically? Yeah, exactly. Okay. COVID lows, right after they made that acquisition of Barstool. Um, right there. That's when I really started getting into it. But you know, now they're falling down there. Like you can see there at $94 a share. Uh, I think, you know, my original price for them was $80 a share when I was going into it. Um, I did sell a little bit at $80 a share. However, then they made further plans to acquire more of Barstool. Um, they also expanded rapidly. When you look at some of the states that made, they moved into, they had just such a quick um, mover into those states. They, they gained market share rapidly without much uh, spending or marketing because of Dave. So I just like them to continue. I'm not going to throw out a price target right now, but I'm consistently holding with this stock. It's hit, what, $140 a share, which is a massive pullback right now. So I'm continuing to roll with it. And then, you know, also upstart in Futu. I'm going to be doing a little presentation on Futu on Twitter Spaces on May 2nd. Um, and that's another one of my favorites. Been in there since $45 a share. Futu is actually doing some stuff similar to Wolf, where they're bringing social and finance together. And that's just one of my favorite industries. So, you know, to see someone already doing it somewhat successfully, uh, Wait, is is Futu yeah. Mumu? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Guys, if, if you don't know Mumu as a brokerage brand, check it out. It, 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 it's primarily Chinese. 
Uh, they're, they're a partner of Benzinga. They take Benzinga content, right? So that's great. We'll, we'll take that. Um, but but they have some pretty cool features and like social commenting. Like like they're like 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 when our news goes to Moomoo, users can then comment on it and say like, oh, I think this news is good. I think this news is bad. The move, you know, there should be a move in the stock price. It's not happening. That I don't know anybody else who does that. So so it's sort of neat. So okay, yeah, all right. And, and and you can also live stream on their platform. It's like a brokerage where you can watch people live stream. They're okay. trading in brokerage, which is just so fascinating. And then, you know, of course, well, let's go back to the pen for a second. I, I want to yeah. throw this one out to the crowd. This is a favorite of, of Zinger Nation. Zinger Nation is everybody out there watching, hanging out with us. Guys, guys, if, if you like pen still, you're, you're still along the stock or would go along the stock, hit the one. If not, hit the two. I want to get a sense as to where everybody's at on this one. But all right, keep, keep going. You're, you're about to give us another one after Futu. But again, I, 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 was just, I was just going to say one that I've been running a couple spaces on. And obviously everyone's chatting about is Doge right now. I know that's what we were chatting about. Um, I did a little bit of looking at Doge. Um, I think the most fascinating part about Doge to me uh, is the whale, is the fact that one person owns 28.42% of Doge, um, roughly valued at $13 billion now, um, per perhaps more. I'm not sure if that changed since I updated. Yeah, it's probably up, probably far up from that. Um, yeah. So I, I just think that one of, that's one of the fascinating things. And then the fact that Elon Musk said that Robinhood was the whale just made me laugh. Okay, and, and did you see the, the Doge news that came out, uh, let's see, 46 minutes ago? <laughs> what was it? We, we got we got to check this out. Nice Benzinga exclusive uh, that Weeble's about to offer Doge to customers starting tomorrow. Uh, I believe that they actually started with preliminary customers. They've been doing beta testing because uh, this is fun fact. So my mother's actually like a big trader. Uh, okay, we, 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 she like used to day trade a bunch. Like we would get into trading all the time. We just, what well, we talk at breakfast and they gave her a uh, beta access to trade Doge on Webull. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so tomorrow's the day is going to everybody. Yeah. Uh, I, coincidentally, coincidentally on 420 Doge day. Right. Um, I, I, I could see the spike. I actually, I didn't know that this was happening, but I did know that 420 Doge day and all that. So last night um, to me, when those things are happening, I always feel like the bump's going to come the day before, which is today. And you know, it did happen today. What's Doge up today? Uh, a little bit over 11%. So I actually bought yesterday and then sold at the peak today up about 20% um, just because I expected that bump to happen today. Yep. And 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 then uh, uh, like, like like what you're saying, something, something I'll, I'll talk about. We talked about this at the top of the show. So if you've been with us the whole time, sorry, but I'll bring it up again because it's highly relevant. Cannabis stocks, right? The the, the run into, into 420. We, we, we talked about this one last week and my line has always been, it's it's not the run into 420. It's like the run to 416, right? The the 420 trade is up, right? These stocks aren't performing today. It, I think like 2014, 2015, it was like such an easy like literally like 10, 15 percent a day uh, in in a single day move on 420 on those cannabis stocks. I, I don't I don't think we're gonna get that anymore. That said, every single cannabis stock will probably issue some sort of a PR, or at least a lot of them will. Maybe it'll be a material news, maybe not. But again, if you're if you're trying to buy the the, the cannabis stocks in the run up, I think you missed it already. Yeah, I think it's not just in the cannabis industry; it's in every single area of the market nowadays, where you have to be anticipatory to what's going to happen. And that was what was happening in the end of February, early March, with that drop off in growth stocks, where there was a fuel coming from the stimulus. And I posted mid February when everyone was making you know five percent a day or whatever. I posted saying I am starting to edge out my positions. I believe that we are hitting the anticipatory stage. And once the money starts actually coming and I built out, it was like a 10, 10 tweet thread about like when the money's actually gonna come um, that I believe that people were going to be leaving the market weeks in advance. And 
I wish I'd taken out more of my money because I had some of the conviction, but uh, you know, here, here we are building back up. Yep, exactly. All right. And then, and then last thing I'll ask you any opinions or, or, or thoughts on the, uh, the big crypto correction that we saw was that Saturday night, Sunday morning. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that there was a little bit of news about some government agencies uh, looking into some crypto places. Um, I'm not too worried about it. I love, uh, you know, I think everyone tweets it now. I think Pomp started it, which is crypto crashes to levels unseen since last week. And I, I just fully agree with that. It's it's a zoom out picture to me. I've been in Bitcoin since 14K. So up about 400% there. Ethereum since $500, up about, you know, 400, 500%. Um, even Bitcoin Cash, I'm up like 100%. So I zoom out with the picture. I look at the long term. Um, if you want to find a person who's going to convince you that it's a great investment, David G. Zaylor on Twitter. He has written over a thousand articles on Bitcoin. Uh, I'm doing a podcast with him actually tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Nice. Okay. Um, so we're going to be talking about like why you should understand the need in this world for Bitcoin and Ethereum, as well as a couple of the other you know altcoins and areas. So I'm not I'm not too worried. All right. All right. I'll take it. And and you're you're check this out. You're you're saying like like when you got into Ethereum, right? <laughs> when, when when we had the Coinbase IPO last week, uh, a couple of weeks before that, I, I was creating a Coinbase account, uh, just like check out the product, you know, ha have some idea, but before the company goes public, and it says email email address already exists for an account. Hmm. I'm like, no shit, okay. Looked at apparently I bought two Ethereum back in 2015. <laughs> I'm like, well, nice. that was like the easiest four or five grand I ever made in my life. Okay, great. <laughs> Those are like the texts that I'm getting. Like I went over to a friend's house yesterday and he's like, yeah, I just found 7,000 Dogecoin that I bought at like 0 0.003. Yes. And, you know, so every, everyone's finding them, hopefully waking up with money. I think that the funniest part is also because, you know, what Bitcoin was used for so often back in mid-teens, which was to buy fake IDs. Um, that was like yeah. a huge use for it was people yep. buying fake IDs. And now you have these college kids where they had like one or two or 10 left over finding them in their wallets, right? Yep. Great move. Great move. See, crime does pay. That's the takeaway from the show, guys. Crime does pay. Love it. Oh, hell no. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, hey, I, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, do you have any socials or, or, or anything you want to plug? You, you, you already talk, talked about uh, uh, the app. I don't know if you want to drop that one again. but Yeah, uh, just three things I would say would be the app, which is Wolf financial on the app store, on the play store. Uh, similarly, the Twitter handle. So I do a ton of Twitter spaces. I bring on a lot of people who are you seeing on Benzinga, whether that's, you know, Jonah and a dozen, dozens of others. So at wolf underscore financial. And then if you want to check out my personal stuff, it's at gov Blacksburg, no underscore, no space in between my name, like right as on the screen. All right. I like it, man. Thanks for hopping on today. Showing us the app. It's pretty cool. I downloaded it. I'll check it out in a little bit. Appreciate so, it. Hot stocks. Awesome, Luke, you're the man. Thank you for bringing me on. For sure, man. All right. Talk soon. All right. Take care. All right. All right, guys. That was pretty cool. All right. I like that app. Let, let, let's check it out in a little bit. Um, but if you're just joining us, let, let's do producer Rohan. Are you still there? No, nope, I'm don't still have here. Rohan. You're still here. I'm here. I'm here. I just had to All hit right, my unmute you wanna button. Fly? Do you want to just fly? I've got tickers. I've, I have tickers. I don't have time. All right. First things first. Would you mind grabbing my water? This is my my voice. Yeah, a little I got you. But all right, guys. If if you're just joining us today, pre preview of what's to come. We're we're gonna do one, two, three, four, five. We're gonna do five topics in the next ten minutes. So we're gonna do Bitcoin, the crypto stocks. We're gonna do Clover, Support.com, Peloton, and Alibaba. All between now and one o'clock Eastern. So we're about to start flying. 
we we have Mr. Rasnick, Mr. Jason Rasnick, CEO of Benzinga, coming on second half of the show. So he'll be here in just a few minutes. Uh, CEO of Weeble is going to be coming on to talk about Dogecoin and, and the rollout of Dogecoin and, and what 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 they expect for that. So we have questions for Weeble. Thinking about getting into Weeble, ha- have those questions ready and stored up. But all right, guys, let, let's get flying. We'll, we'll start it off with, with, with crypto, Bitcoin. Uh, we, we just talked about it with Gav for a second. He, he sort of gave us the, hey, I, I, I don't think that, you know, he, he's not concerned about the sell-off. Um, you know, I, I've got like a good and a bad here. Okay, so, so the bad. Let's go to the live portfolio. This is my live brokerage account, right? We show it every single day. All the stocks that I actually own, even on bad days, right? We're down 2300 bucks today. Not a great day. Um, part of the reason, of course, we have SPY down. I own a ton of SPY, as you guys know. That doesn't help. The other one, horrible timing. Thank you. Thank you, Producer Rohan. Greatly appreciated. He's my savior today. All right, where's Mara? We bought Mara literally last week. Mara, we, we bought it last week down 12.5% on the position today. Um, oh, shoot. I don't even, I don't even share my screen. There we go. There's the screen. All right. See here, you can see the, the big red day down, down, down 2300 bucks. Here's all the stocks that we have. Mara, we bought it literally last Friday, like a day ago before the big Bitcoin crash down, down 12.5% there, down 13% on the position. $39 average price, 34 bucks right now. Um, here's the move with Mara. Let's pull up the chart. Let's zoom into one day. All right. We, we have the low in, we, it also appears that, that maybe the low is in, uh, somebody saying make producer on your personal slave. No, sorry. I, I got to talk for an hour straight. Okay. My voice runs out. I'm, I'm doing it for you guys. Uh, but, but, but the low is in, it looks like maybe in Bitcoin, maybe a marathon, if, if Bitcoin and marathons, they are going to move together, right? You can think about marathon as pretty much like a triple levered Bitcoin fund, uh, like Bitcoin ETF, basically. Um, I, I, if, if these lows hold, I'm going to hold the position and let's see what happens. If, if, if Mara gives up these lows, I'm going to bomb out of it earlier or later today. I was thinking about closing the position this morning. I decided let, let's uh, do it on the show together that ended up costing me. That's what happens when you try to make all your trades on the show. Because if I don't, people say that I'm a bullshitter. So it's sort of like a double-edged sword. You can't please everyone, both your account balance and the show. Um, but but now the new level is this low. We'll watch it. We'll see. If it gives up that low, I'm going to close it later today. Uh, let, let's look at our other, other Bitcoin stocks. They're all looking pretty much the same. Like if we look at a Riot blockchain, exact same chart pattern there. Uh, Voyager Digital, my favorite one. I, I did close the position last week, so I got lucky here. If we zoom out to a five-day chart here, um, you know, let's see. It was it must have been right around here that, that we had the Coinbase IPO. Uh, I, I sold my shares as soon as Voyager couldn't hold the the, the Coinbase or Coinbase. Sorry, I sold my shares of Voyager as soon as Coinbase Coinbase couldn't hold its open price of three eighty one, um, and, and have been sitting on the sidelines ever since. Um, you know, if you guys are still in this, the, the, the chart doesn't look great. That said, I do expect them to put up some awesome Q1 numbers. We're not going to get those numbers, uh, until the end of May. That's when the official announcement from the company will come out. Uh, you know, if, if the share price seems to stabilize and it's now at what, like a 35% dis- discount to when I got out of it, uh, you know, I, I may be reentering there at the very least, I, I would, I would expect to get, get into it, um, in, into the, uh, uh, upcoming, uh, earnings report. So, so there's the move there on Voyager, guys. Um, let, let, let's throw out a, a couple more of these tickers. SOS, I saw somebody drop into the chat. 
um, you know, same thing, right? So, so for for me, it's it's waiting and seeing with that Mara position. If Voyager, uh, or sorry, if, if Bitcoin holds that low that it put in, if it doesn't, I might get out for the interim. Uh, and, and again, for, for all my Voyager people out there, um, I see somebody in the chat saying it, it held 20 twice, but didn't today. Yeah, I think that's what will happen when, when Bitcoin drops in price. Uh, here, here's the other big positive for Voyager that I can give you guys. And again, I sort of have a sneak peek at some analytics. And I can see what people are reading on Benzinga.com. If, if we pull this chart back up, you see the world went freaking doge crazy over the past week. All the top stories, all top eight of these stories right here on Benzinga.com are about Dogecoin. Um Voyager does allow users to trade Dogecoin. So, 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 you know, there, there's a positive catalyst for you there. If you're looking for one, we, we, we could get Voyager coming out and putting out some release saying, Hey, we got all the, these, these Doge accounts. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, it's yet to be determined. Uh, next up on the docket, let's keep flying Clover health ticker CLOV getting another pop today. Again, this is one that Jason, did you know that, that we kicked off this, this climb in Clover health last week? Look at this no, chart. five day not. chart. How do yep. you know that? Wayne Duggan uh, got an exclusive number from S3, the, the short selling analytics firm that, that, that said that uh, 144% of the float was sold short. He, he talks to those guys, uh, reported it on Benzinga the, the very next day. Look at the share price. That's when you see the, those massive green candles there. These wow. are all one minute candles. We get carried through the next two days. Another hot Benzinga story. And Jason, did you know too, when we dropped that Weeble story earlier today, the price of Doge actually moved off of that? No, I so, did not. So you guys are not using Benzinga Pro. You're missing out. We put all of these exclusive stories. We put them in red. Try to make it easy for you guys. If it's red, pay attention. Doesn't mean trade on it, but at least look at it. It's worth your time. Pro.benzinga.com. Two weeks free. I'm still in Clover. Still holding on to it. Still down on it. But let's let this this momentum keep running again. That 144% of the float sold short. Squeezing some of those shorts out. There, there's there's definitely still short interest in the stock. Um. So, so who so, knows if, so, if so that's amazing. Or not. That's amazing. You're we're printing money and there's 490 or something like that. How, how, how are there how, how are there not more likes and subscribes on this thing today? I know. Wow, wow, wow. wow. That's crazy. Um, so Luke, um, did you see this? Hold on. You may want to get the or let me go to a two, a two panel frame. Here, I got it. Okay, you got it. Okay. Wow. Striking image. Striking similarities. It says buy do dog coin. Yeah. I don't know if that was part of like the joke or if the guy just didn't know. No, he says there's a dog on the Doge coin. A Doge coin? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the Shinu Ibu or whatever. Yeah, so that was his logic. All right, so so we got some good comments in the chat. And do, and do you like? Can you turn this into an ET? Wait, NFT. Do you, do you like this art piece I bought? Uh, no. Yes. Yeah, it's cool. Could be an NFT. I think no? it's an NFT. Oh, you can't hear me, probably, because I'm away from the microphone. So I can hear you. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah. So so you you're, like you're you like back you, in your normal place. You have a very nice background compared to the white wall. We've I'm got back. a comment in the chat saying Jason is hot. If, if you guys agree, hit that one in the chat. He's back yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, if you so, disagree, don't hit two. So that I didn't buy that art piece though. My oh, my okay. nie my my niece made that. Oh, so then it's really good. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Um, but that's crazy on the Doge and um, and then the the pre the Clover previous. Health, we got so much love. I got 
literally dozens of pings from traders over this weekend being like, nice find on that Clover Health Benzinga. And like people asking like deep questions. <laughs> I just kept referring them all over to Wayne. I'm like, ah, he'll talk to you, he'll talk to you, he'll talk to you. Um, yeah. That's... Like, how are you calculating XYZ? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have the time to figure this out. And and look, yeah. you, you, so your Voyager, what were you saying? They're going to come out and talk about um, how much does so, so, being trade? Well, well, yeah. So 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 Voyager's, it's it's off about forty percent off the highs now. The the Coinbase not holding its IPO price has been problematic. Um, that said, basically Voyager and Robinhood until tomorrow are the two major vehicles for for people to to be able to buy Dogecoin in the U.S. Uh, we we saw Voyager go to a top ten ish in the finance charts in the App Store. So so the company may came come out and say, hey, we opened a ton of, of accounts for people to trade Doge. I don't know, so, so that could be a, a positive catalyst if if people are looking out for one. But but tomorrow we have a new entrance in the Doge market. I think you're going to be having him on the stream in a little bit. Which one? Weeble. Oh yeah, yeah. Am I on the stream today or tomorrow? Oh, I don't know. Is he coming tomorrow? All right, we'll Let's figure see. that out. One of the two days. The the Doge trading is rolling out to all users tomorrow. Again, sh sh shout out Chris Catchy getting that exclusive story out there. Um. Well, 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 while you look at that one, I'll, I'll give you guys an update. Support.com, S-P-R-T. I've been short this one. Keeps going. Let me put my screen back up here. Boom. Check that out. Uh, I'm going to zoom us out, guys. All right. Here, here, look all the way here. I'll go to, here's a three-month chart. You saw that green candle. We bought $5 puts on the thing when the stock was still in the eights. Getting followed through downside today. Uh, you know, I, I spent 67 cents on the, the, let's see the, the $5 puts the stock is at three thirty. So ROI on this trade right now, for anybody who got into it with me, I know there's at least a few of you, this is a trade. So we're up 253% on our support.com short right now. We are short the shares. Uh, I'm going to be closing that at some point today. Why'd you, why'd, you, why'd you short that? So check this out. Support.com. When you hear a name like support.com, what business do you think that they're in? I like know support. That seems reasonable. They came yeah. out and they said, Hey, we're now a, a, a Bitcoin miner, right? Like total bullshit PR said, Hey, we're, we're not support anymore. We're not customer support. We're now a Bitcoin miner stock went from two to nine instantly. We, we bought puts on it. Then, um, you know, stocks down to three thirty Now, uh, I'm going to close the, the short at some point today. Um, because I hate holding, you know, low, low price yep. stocks like this as a short. So I'll close it at some point today before we get the 4 PM news. But right now the momentum is against this thing. Let's see if we can get another, you know, 10, 20 cents off of the stock today. Uh, but again, anybody who got in this trade with me, we did it live on the show. 250% return. Let's go, baby. You're doing it. You're doing it again. I mean, that's good. I my shorts. I I, I sold some stuff today. I trimmed some stuff that I was up on, um, and you know, like even stuff that I was down on. I mean, it, it when, when the stuff's not trading my way, like so for Penn National, Luke, it's in yep. a stage of where there's not direction. Even though they're launching in new states, there there's not direction with it. So I I trimmed a little bit. I bought a big position live on the show one day, and I didn't trim any, and I should have at the hundred and five. 104, but I didn't. So today I trimmed, uh, you know, 10 shares or whatever or something, nothing huge at 94, 95. And then someone's texting me about roadblocks. Um, 
What are, what are our thoughts? What's it doing today? Let's look at Roblox, RBLX. And Jason, I might, I might have something positive to say about uh, Peloton stock too. Roblox oh. down 4% today. That's not a crazy move for this stock, though. This stock is still pretty volatile, guys. Here are one-day candles since the, the direct listing that took place, I don't know, a couple months ago, a month ago. Yeah, now. so you could have it at 67. It went to 80, I think. Um, and, um, you know, and so there there you go. Um, you know what I mean? Um, yep, I know what yeah. you mean. So... Um, but let's look at Peloton really quick. I, I, I saw this one in the chat several times. Uh, again, here's one-year chart. Daily candles on Peloton. Stocks off almost 10%. Uh, basically, Consumer Product Safety Commission came out. Yeah, I saw warned, it. Yeah, they warned people with small children and small pets not to use their, their Peloton treadmills around them. Um, company came out defending itself. It's sort of tough to, to call a move on a stock like this. I, I would look at this as more of a non-news item than a news item. Like, like I don't know about the Peloton treadmill, but I would imagine that it's similar to any other treadmill. Um, I don't know if anybody in the chat can clarify that. Like, is there some anything that makes a Peloton treadmill riskier than any other treadmill? I don't know. Maybe because the higher off the ground. You know, um, maybe uh, it's. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So, so I don't know. The, the levels to watch, guys, right below 100. We've got a series of lows there. So, so if you're looking at it technically, the, those are the levels to watch. I'll zoom in on this chart here. There you go. You, you can see low, 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 right right, right below this 100 mark. So I don't know. It's very sad news. Is it material for the stock? We, we don't know. Um, so so I, I would lean to say no. Because again, I can't imagine it's significantly different than any other treadmill out there. But but that's the move there on Peloton, guys. But all right, Jason. All right, we do have a guest, right, Luke? Yep, I, I I see a guest hanging out in the waiting room. Um. Okay, so we're gonna bring the guests on to special your, your guests. Your dark uh, bookcase looks awesome. It looks so much better than than before. Navy blue, and, it's navy blue and gray. I don't have a special camera on here right now, but navy blue and gray. The background just looks, it looks like rich wood. I don't know. It does. I it like does, it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, and by the way, are people trading actively today? What What is, what's the story? How are people doing out there? Are they moving? Well, let's bring on the guest. Luke, are you out of here? I'm out of here. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we I'm going to go hustle it. up some money. Yeah, yeah. Go hustle up some money. Guys, if, you're, if you want to talk to Luke, Luke uh, loose, off hours, Going to Benzinga Pro. Luke is off in there talking Hanging stuff. Out in the chat. Talking Hanging, ideas, talking, talking trades. And we have a guest that we're excited to bring on in a minute. But, the, you know, if you don't want to miss Luke, and I'll, as always, send a note to your broker because they should add Benzinga or to Yahoo or whoever. And let's go from there. Okay. Thanks, Luke, for hosting the first hour and breaking those stories that move stocks. That is crazy on Dogecoin and et cetera, et cetera. So keep it up, man. All right. Peace. Oh, he's gone. Okay. So now I'm doing my thing, bringing my guests and bringing the energy. It's just me here, but no, we're going to have a guest. I got to do my little intro. Here we go. Don't leave Zinger Nation. You're here. Be here or be square. All right. So we're with Ree Westwood. How are you? Hey, Jason. I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. How is Monday treating you? 
Monday is a typical Monday, you know, sending emails, crushing money. How are you crushing money? Are you making some good trades today? Maybe. I don't know. I'm too afraid to open my account. Um, I want to see where my Dogecoin investment went. Do you have Dogecoin? I have a decent amount of Dogecoin and I'm waiting for it to go up so I can find myself a new pair of Jimmy Choo's. Okay. What do you have any other cryptos? Uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin. I'm very into crypto. Uh, I think NFTs are the future. Crypto is like the thing to go for. Yeah, got, got it, got it. So you're. So what about you creating your own NFT? What do you think about that? I want to NFT every single one of my most iconic tweets and every Wall Street confession that's gotten over like four thousand likes. Got it. Yeah, and so I, I, um, Re and I have been on Clubhouse together late night, the different rooms, talking stuff. She has an Instagram, Wall Street Confessions. What made you start that? Yeah, so I was recruiting for investment banking my freshman and sophomore year of college. And as I was doing it, I was following a lot of other accounts like Trust and Terry, Not Your Father's Broker, Liquidity. And a lot of them seemed to just be posting memes. And as I was recruiting, I was noticing a lot of patterns within the cycle and within banking. And something I wanted to do was just shed light on what's going on in the world and what people in financial services are going through working 70, 80, 90 hours a week. Got it. And so you yeah. just started, you just started it off by posting like memes, um, you know, that kind of thing. No. So I incidentally have a lot of friends who work in finance. And when I started the page, I think like the first three things were things I just like made my friends tell me, I was like, you work on wall street. I started this page. You have to give me content. And um, then people just started sending in their own confessions, and it was great. Got it, got it. And so, at like at first, was it like just no followers, and then all of a sudden, you just started posting and it started taking off? Like, I just like want to know what happens. You have one hundred eleven thousand followers, okay? Was it yeah. like you were? Were you ever like stuck at three thousand, and then at three thousand, you like uh, like how did you go from three thousand to? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think at the beginning I was gaining like a few hundred a week. I was going really fast. I was networking with all the other towns, asking them to repost me. Um, and I was fully anonymous up until about a year ago. And all I did was post twice a day, every day, and bother the other towns to repost me. So that's kind of how I got my start. I don't think I ever got stuck except for maybe around 75,000. The road to 100,000 followers is always tough. Uh, that's one of my favorite tweets. The road to, uh, wait, so wait, that's what I've got it. I mean, uh, well, this one, when I get divorced for the first time, I want the NFT and paper, the pa NFT papers. Yeah. So I want to NFT the papers. So that's an interesting one. Um, and how many years has it been? Is it like they've been doing this Instagram account for? It's been two years. I started it in January of 2019. 2019, okay. Yeah. So I mean, 111,000 followers on Instagram is, uh, is definitely, a def definitely a hefty number. I mean, it's, you you have to know what you're talking about. You need to know investment banking lingo. Like you can't just have 111,000 followers. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah you, you could buy them, but I'm saying for real followers, that's not a small amount. I mean, at all. Like we have a Benzinga Instagram, which we never did anything with our Benzinga Instagram until about three months ago, or maybe like where we have someone actively posting. Um, yeah. But, you know, so... 
Um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's the thing. So are you each day spending a couple hours on this thing? Like how, how much time are you spending on it? I would say it varies because I do have a day job that keeps me very happy and very busy. But yep. um, lately I've been doing something called the morning briefing where I'll spend like 10, 15 minutes looking up articles, posting them on my stories, getting reactions from my followers. Um, and then it takes quite a bit of time to find like good content because people have sent me hundreds and thousands of like submissions of just like things that they're going through or things that they want to talk about. And I kind of have to go through without any biases and just kind of go in and pick the best content. And uh, yeah, that takes out a good chunk of my time to really find like what to post on any given day. Got it. Got it. We need you to start going to Benzinga more and posting some stuff from there. Yeah. Benzinga you know? confessions. Benzinga confessions or some headlines, whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is. Crazy news. This a lot of crazy news this week and a lot of sad news. I mean, the Tesla, the two people hit a tree and the Tesla burned up. And then the Peloton news of kids and the treadmills. Um, I mean, I guess you don't make memes of that because it's sad real life stories. Um, but like, what do you look for in the ultimate meme? Is there something you look for? Is it like, you know, in a movie they say, you need suspense, you need sadness, then you need excitement. Like, is there something yeah. you look for in your ultimate Instagram? Um, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't really post memes. I post confessions. Occasionally some of them are funny. Sure. Um, things I look for, just anything a little dramatic, anything that's shedding light on a shared experience that a lot of people tend not to talk about. Lately, I've been posting quite a bit of content about burnout, about uh, working long hours, and how people are feeling over at the bigger banks like Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, etc. So that's a hot topic right now. Got it. And so with posting that, are you getting like other people to reach out to you and tell you stories of the long hours? Like what happens like in that regard? Yeah, I mean, many people reach out to me, they DM me, they want to share their story and not be anonymous, and they just want someone to listen. And I am happy to be that person over direct message, or if they're commenting something and something really great that's spurred from what I'm doing is Rich Handler, the CEO of Jeffries. He engages with most, if not all of my posts, and he gives people lots of great advice. And it's just this amazing thing for him to give so much wisdom to junior employees and i think junior employees deserve that level of connection with uh senior management wow i mean that that is um that that, that is pretty cool um that, that, that rich handler he he is like on an active basis engaging in that stuff yeah i mean if you look through the posts it's like almost every post he's chiming in on people's relationship problems how people feel about working um Something I personally love is when I'll post something about gender inequity and Rich kind of chimes in and, you know, speaks up for women. I think that's so important in this day and age. Uh, we should have a better environment for women on Wall Street. And I'm glad that I can be able to foster that conversation and that Rich chimes in when he gets the chance. Got it. And have you met any of these guys like Rich Handler in person? I haven't met Rich Handler in person yet. I've spoken to him on the phone a few times. I'm actually good friends with his daughter, Skylar. So we see each other now and then. Got it. Okay. So your Instagram account, uh, Wall Street Confessions, is there anything else you want people to know about that are listening to the show? I mean, these are a lot of traders. Are, as you see, they're asking about EV companies, CHPT, SCLI, 
Um, is there anything else that they should look for? Um, and, um, and oh, actually, yeah, before you answer that question, are you in New York? I am. I'm on the Upper East Side. Okay, so is, what's your overall feeling in New York? Is it rebounding? What's your, this is from NCAL asking. It's coming back. I mean, things are happening slowly, but surely everyone's getting vaccinated. I just got my second shot in Moderna last week. Um, Were you and sick? I'm just excited. I was sick. I was in bed for like two days. Um, and this weekend was a little rough, but I mean, I'm getting over it. And I'm very excited to see the city open back up. I don't know if this Moderna gets, I don't know if, if Moderna gets people sicker or not because um, I swear, like, I know two people got Moderna and they were super sick. Mm -hmm. I got, I got Pfizer and I wasn't uh, sick, but I don't know. Maybe. Everyone I know with Pfizer has been fine. And with J and J aside from those six people who got blood clots, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Moderna is a little rough for the second shot. Got it. Have you ever, um, like worked traded for the prop shop or anything like that? No, I actually just got into investing like maybe a year ago before that I just wanted to be in a good financial place before I started getting into like putting my money into things. Got it. Got it. Um, makes make, make sense. Uh, so now you're learning. So now you're learning by watching all these confessions. Yeah. I mean, I watch Benzinga. I look at all of your content. I sit on on clubhouses and I take the information and I throw my money into stocks instead of shoes. That's that's smart. That's smarter because once you buy those Jimmy Choo's and wear them, the value comes down. It's like it's like a car, right? Once you get, I would argue that many of the guys who follow me on Twitter would pay for my Jimmy Choo's, but no, you probably could get a lot of Jimmy Choo's sent sent your way. I mean, that's a that's a freaking good point. I mean, uh, I never thought of it that way. So you never know. People may send you gifts. Who knows? Um, all right, so if people want to follow you, they can follow you on Instagram at Wall Street Confessions. It's 111,000 followers. Um, they can find you on Clubhouse. That's where I found you. Um, yeah. And you're pretty active, engaged, and you live in the Upper East Side. So you have a feel. I do. Your, what about restaurants? Have you gone to any restaurants yet? Oh, I've been going to restaurants for a little bit now. Um, yeah, it's really fun. But also follow me on Twitter, NYC Sad Girl, my financial uh, advisor Parikh Patel CFA is always on there roasting me about my sushi choices. So um, yeah, check me out. NYC Sad Girl on Twitter. I have a sub stack. That's in my Twitter and my Instagram bio uh, over on NYC Sad Girl. And yeah, that's what I'm up to lately. All right. How is the sub stack going? It's going well. I weekly send out an email about what I'm reading, the art I'm looking at, stuff I'm doing and yeah if you don't want to read the New Yorker check out my Substack. all right all right well th th thank you for coming on if you don't want to read the New Yorker go to her Substack. makes sense uh you can the um, her Twitter and all the stuff are in the chat here um you can see her on TikTok whatever you guys want uh Ree Westwood thank you for coming Thanks on for having me finally I know we've been talking about it for a little bit so Thank you for coming on. I got to get the double screen. There it goes. Um, and uh, we will see you soon. Let people know that we're here. So thank you. Yeah, we're here. Thanks for having right. me, Jason. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Talk to you later. Guys, that was Ree Westwood. She um, she is, uh, you know, um, awesome. And uh, someone I met on uh, TikTok and, lo and lo or Clubhouse loves the investing market. I do. I do like people that like 
Uh, Poshmark, I would have asked about that. Hank, Hank's mom, that was, a, that was a good question, Hank's mom. I did not think of asking that one. That was a good one, the resale market. Good question. Let's open up the brokerage account and see what's going on today, what we're doing. We're, we have some down drafts in the market today. Uh, I had some, you know, Tesla, you guys know I own a lot of. So that, that um, you know, that was, um, that's taken a hit. And why am I so hot? What do you mean? Um, um, okay, solar. Any issue with bringing just any influencer? No, just no. We don't want to bring any influencer on because um, you know, like we can bring on like um, a violinist influencer, but I just don't think it relates. So, thank you for the idea, solar up in the future maybe though. Um, no, my cheeks are a little red. This room that I'm in, I'm in this room in my house. And it is very hot in here. It's so annoying. I just opened the window because I'm so hot. So, yeah. So the blushing, I don't know. That's really just my cheeks are freaking hot, hot, hot. Okay. Um, Bill.com. Let's see if there's any positions that I'm buying up on. My hog is up 54% today. Why is hog up so much? Look at that. H-O-G. So let's look at my hog. Let's share that screen. Let's go. All right, share the screen. Let's talk. do what you say, say what you do. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, here we go. Okay, make it bigger for your eyes. All right, here we go. What do you want me to read about? Yeah, don't, Matt, thank you for the compliments. Um, I, I appreciate it. Just kidding, Matt, I know you're joking. All right. Um, here we go. Hog, H-O-G. We are up 270 on the calls. October 24th. Uh, Aaron Bree, why, are, why is Hog show up? Show me that stream. Okay, what does he have up? He has Love Sack. No, Aaron, give me Hog, H-O-G, buddy. Can you zoom in a little bit? Okay, why are we up 11%? Let's see if my, uh, let's see if my thing played out. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. I don't understand. It's supposed to be a week ago that. Wait, go down. Is there news on Hog? No one. Can you scroll down? Can you go to the Benzinga? Benzinga, not all. BZ Wire. Okay, hold on. All right, they reported better than expected numbers. Yeah, baby, and raised motorcycle revenue. This is what I played out. This is what my trade was. So Hog is up because, uh, exactly. So they report, is that earnings this week? I don't know why Aaron can't talk and tell me. I'm just like, I don't have Benzinger Pro open. I'll open it right now. All right, I'll go do it. But I wanted to share my screen, but no one will, come. all right, let's, wish someone would tell me what's going on with Hog, but I don't know. Earnings, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. So now let's go do my thing here. Let's go do it. So since Aaron went do that. Okay. So now here's my account. I bought hog because I thought earnings would, you know, would be amazing. So I bought about 1826. Um, my total gain six. So I'm going to sell. So there's $3,000. I'm going to sell half the position right now. Okay. So here we go. To be because my th my um, theory played out right of that earnings would be strong. 
I didn't have the date, but they're today. So, um, hey, Aaron, put the watermark on the um, on when you're showing a symbol. People don't know what we're doing here. Make it easy. How many how many options did I own? Did you guys see or we missed that? All right, I'll have to look look up and see what we owned. It doesn't have I want to sell some hog. Let's sell half the position right now. Okay. So we're gonna go sell. So we have just four. All right, nothing crazy. We're gonna hit close. We're gonna sell two. We're gonna put a limit on it. Good for 60 days. The ask right now, the bid is 740. So we're gonna go the last with 790. So we're gonna go 790. It's a little little sale. I'll keep the other two, let them run, let them run. Thank you for the numbers. Um, all right, so this was one that I said playing to earnings. And remember the watermark on the hog stuff, okay? 790. Um, he put it on there, guys. He, he has it up there now. He he got it back. He's, he's, he's doing better, okay? He's working hard. He just does, I don't know why he's not talking to me. All right, so let's see what else we got moving today. So we just sold, we're selling two of the hogs. We have two open orders. ASO I own, yes, that's correct. Let's go back to my screen. So ASO we own. Um, I'm down $153 on it. Why do I own ASO? I will tell you in a second. I think that's American. Yeah, I sold some today actually. It has to do with you know uh, sports, ammunition, the whole thing and I don't know. It's not really trading the way I want it to trade. So it's not, that's why I'm reducing my position in ASO, to be honest. It's up today, but it's not trading. The one that I do own a decent amount still is in uh, um, TAP, TAP. I gave that one a while ago. I worked with Chris Camillo on this one, and we're up about 9%. So um, that one I, I'm not selling yet. I'll keep it. Wendy's, I keep it as a nice dividend play, uh, up 100%. Tast. I haven't sold this in a, a nice year. So the total gain here, let's do the, so task, we're at 34,000. I should probably sell a thousand shares. I have not yet. I don't know what I'm waiting for, but I'm not. Um, OSW, I talked to you guys about that spas on cruise ships. I think we're getting closer to that. I think you see OSW at 12 to 13. Funko, as you guys know, NFT play. Del Taco, I've trimmed for a while. Um, Let's see if you have any comments for me. Um, okay. Um, yeah, and Kel, all the little things add up. Aaron Bria, he knows that. Um, oh, so Zynga, Zynga got upgraded and did not hold the did not hold the gain. Aaron, we put pull, pull up Zynga, please. ZNGA, please. ZNGA. It's up one cent, but what can I get a daily on that? Not a monthly. Can you give me a daily or two day? Thank you. So yeah, so this is a no, that's not a daily, dude. That's a one week. Just give me a day. All right. I don't know what, what's going on. So um Okay, so there is that daily? I don't know. All right. I guess Aaron does not do a daily, so I'll do a daily. All right, so Funko, uh, Taco, um, 
U.S. Steel. You guys in the chat told me I need to buy U.S. Steel because it's going to have crazy numbers in April, May. So far, hasn't played out. Six, six. So this is one that I said six and sixty. If the market, you know, holds steady, I see six. You know, I see people going to parks, buying, you know, rides, doing outdoor activities. It's Corona. I'm not going to say Corona proof, but it's the closest thing. So I, I mean, other than staying home. So I would say I'm staying in six. You guys see my position there. Um, oh, you want to see um, here? Let's go to. You want to see BTN? Okay, so B, so BTN. I'm down. As you guys see, I. It was basically flat. I'm not. I didn't sell any today. I was gonna sell some today, but I did not. Um, probably, maybe should have. I sold some pen today. Um, the other one I did sell a little bit of. Let's see if it's if it's here in the list of stocks. FGF. I'm not saying for you guys to sell it, but I just you know I took a little bit off. I didn't take off in BTN. I put a sell order for BTN at five. At five dollars, I put uh, not all of it, just a little bit. But I don't see my FGF. Where'd that go? Um, so you guys, I have losers too. I mean, look at my options on um, a couple of those stocks that I've lost on. So FGF, I took a little bit off today. So I took a little bit off of FGF. Leslie Pool Supplies, I'm up still 8%. I'm hanging in there. I'm not buying anymore. I'm happy with the position size. That's how I got it. Okay. Now let's go to any other question. Um, what's, what's everyone's next? Well, U.S. Steel, I... Didn't think it made sense, but there's a guy in the chat. I have screenshots who said that I need to buy U.S. Steel, so I'm holding it. It was Cameron Dole, maybe? Okay, cool. Um, thank you. Um, what am I buying today? Um, what am I buying today? What did I buy today? Let's go see. Hold on. I would like some music here. Let me get some of this on. Hold on a sec, guys. Okay, let's see what I let's see what I traded so far today. Um, one second. I got a voicemail. So I didn't really buy much today, guys. I was more selling. I sold some. I sold a little bit more Tesla. I sold a little FGF. Um, pen and um aso that's kind of what i what i did today i didn't really buy anything i, I felt like i'm too on margin um sysx we obviously talked about that with the ceo we had them on um and then um i have until january on my x calls yeah i have only to may on my x calls that's the problem so um yeah so that's the problem um okay spencer israel wants to come on right now hold on let's get spencer israel on you like cleveland cliffs am i on the stream yeah you you called in yeah i know i know i'm sorry i forgot <laughs> it's okay what do you want to talk about uh, well i wanted to ask you if you wanted to uh come on the stream tomorrow morning to break some Benzinga news, and uh, but I don't want to do it now because the news is not broken. Oh, okay. I don't know what the Benzinga news is, but 
Okay. okay. But well, that's what I call it. Okay. So yeah, you're on the stream. Um, <laughs> we have a crypto show coming up at two p.m. Is that correct? Uh, or not two no, p.m. We've got, we've got David Green. David Green at two p.m. And what does great David Green do? Uh, so David Green is partners with uh, Peter Tuckman, who is the. Uh, the, the most recognizable name on Facebook. He's the Einstein of Wall Street. Yeah. David Green runs a trading room. He's been trading Solidus for decades. Uh, very successful guy. He has a very, very good approach to trading. And he basically just live streams his room with us for an hour okay. on Mondays. That's cool. So that yeah, was- he's honestly, like, I, I think he's great. I think, I'm not just saying that. I, I do think he's great. I like it. Okay. So that's on at two, um, and then there's a crypto show today too. I think. Uh, not to my knowledge. Well, that's what Aaron. Aaron. We have, we, have, we have a crypto guest at one thirty. I, I, I don't know what Aaron's smoking, man. <laughs> oh, he says there's a crypto guest on, but he doesn't tell me that. So that's what I said. Um, it? I, okay. <laughs> no, the guy said, "Are you still having the crypto?" Look, you read the question. I mean, let's go. Let's scroll. He said, are you still having David Goatstein on to talk about crypto? And he's in the waiting room. It was Brian Blockchain that asked it. I'll put the comment up. All right. I'll scroll up. Let's see what Brian's question is. Because um, that um, – you wrote, yes, Brian Blockchain, but Brian Blockchain asked this question. Let's see. Where's i got to scroll up. That was a you – you didn't answer right away then. Where is it? Um, where did Brian Blockchain ask it? Is David coming to – coming to the show to talk crypto today all right to, to the show so okay uh, so he's referring maybe, to this show maybe. okay yeah i don't know all right that's what he's talking about okay no he's do you want to come on to israel right now i thought i, I thought i was on it but i i can i can have on with you yeah yeah with aaron Bree maybe to talk crypto since you guys know better than me oh jeez, I, I wouldn't say that yeah i would say that you definitely know better than me yeah all, my, all, uh, I, all i own is usdc and Bitcoin and a little Ethereum. That's what I own. Oh, and I own the Voyager coin. I own the Voyager coin. That's it. You know. All right, we're we're lucky to have Spencer Israel to come on. Um, the Weeble CEO is coming on with me tomorrow at I think one o'clock. Let me double check. Um, at one o'clock. Is that cool? Okay, we can do tomorrow. Spencer, that's not what you were referring to, right? Um, or maybe you were. I don't know. No, that's, that what you were? that's that's not what I was referring to. Okay, okay. So Adam Smith, my portfolio is down um, today. It's down like, I don't know, a couple percent. It's down. Wait, uh, do, don't, don't you have a guest on now or am I, am I making that up? Uh, yeah, I think there's a guest coming, but you and Bree are going um, gonna to do it. Okay. Well, I don't even know where Bree is. He's right here in the room, Aaron, producer Aaron B. Okay. Aaron, are you there? Yes, sir. How's it going? But where's your camera's not on? Um, I don't know. I got to get that set up. Hold on. Set up? Yeah, I'm on What's a different your... setup today. Oh, I'm on my laptop. All right. All right. Well, we'll... what did you say, Spencer? Go ahead. Well, while I do that, can I just bring on our guest because he's waiting here in the background? Yeah, I'm going to do my thing right now. All right. Support, okay. But make sure Bree's ready to go. All right, we have a guest coming on to talk crypto. 
David, are you there? Where, where three users in the stream audio? I don't see David's face on it. Where did he go? Yeah, David, I'm I think here. Your, I'm your camera's here. off. Is this camera off, maybe? Dave, David's joining us just, just audio only today. Audio. Awesome. David, welcome. Oh. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Show. David, David, help us make sense of the, the Dogecoin madness. When, 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 does, when does this end? I don't know. I mean, uh, it's what the people want. Right now, the people want Dogecoin. I mean, literally, it's just like everywhere I look, every DM I open up, it's all about Doge. It's not, there's no talk in the past few weeks. There's been no talk to me about Bitcoin, about Ethereum. It's all about Doge. It's like the it's, it's basically the meme uh, meme economy right now. Yeah, wrong way to David Gokstein. He's the founder of Gokstein Media. Uh, and so, tell us about those interactions, though. Like, I want to know, like, is your barber talking to you about Dogecoin? Is your your you know your wife's cousin, your neighbor? Like, like, who in your life is talking about Doge right now? Every single person. Like, I, I've been in the space for a while now. You know, uh, you know, for me, I talk about Bitcoin, Ethereum. Yeah. Dogecoin has done something really cool, and that's it's it's honestly bringing people into the space that would have came into crypto five years down the line. So now they're coming in early through Dogecoin. There's no tribalism. It's a fun community. And it's actually leading people that go into Dogecoin into looking into, let's say, Bitcoin or Ethereum a week or two in to them purchasing Doge or becoming a part of the community. So I think it's a really good onboarding tool and people need to understand what it is. It is a meme coin. Started off as a joke. Again, it's a meme coin. It, it it onboards people, but yeah, everybody's talking to me about Dogecoin, whether it's cousins, relatives, the barber, everyone wants to know, is it going to a dollar? Is it going to $2 with this infinite supply that it can go ahead and produce? Well, no, but I, I want to know like one story. Is there one person specifically that you were like, oh, okay. Like this person maybe shouldn't be talking about this with me or, or no. You know what? I I haven't had one of those conversations. I, all I have is, I, sh I literally I wish I could show you the DMs. It's just like, hey, do you think this is going to a dollar? Is this the next Bitcoin? I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. But it's up to the people to decide what is what. It, the people decide. You know what is what. But do I think it overtakes Bitcoin or Ethereum? No, I, it's not. It's one of those things right now where you know. Again, it's onboarding new people into the space. But like at some point, like if if your mom like were to like come to you and be like, you know, and you would have to be like, okay, mom, like chill, right? Yeah, I mean, at, absolutely. At some point, one hundred percent. Like I'm yeah. gonna say, I'm gonna say, mom, you you should go and look at Bitcoin, look <laughs> at Ethereum. You know, Bitcoin. Obviously, if you look at everything, all all the institutions, all the corporations are coming in. They are, you know, buying Bitcoin up. Um, as a store of value, something to hedge against. Ethereum yeah. will be next, if not already. Doge is not the one. I mean, it's nice. Mark Cuban has, you know, uh, you know, has incorporated it into the Dallas Mavericks uh, 
team shops so where you can actually purchase stuff with dogecoin but it's not going any further than that but who am i to say i mean i didn't think dogecoin was going to go above 15 cents let it now so i'm not one to go ahead and really say anything it can but, go to a dollar it can go to two now financial advice of course david do you think really that there are people out there that are that are that that don't own bitcoin that are entering the cryptocurrency market via dogecoin and yeah, then use that really you think that they are coming in through robin hood i hate robin hood i'm sorry guys if you like robin hood or you're sponsored by them but <laughs> you're uh, like I, native. I dislike robin hood um i would tell everybody to delete that app but people are coming through robin hood it's very easy look people are not going to pay sixty thousand dollars for bitcoin because they're not educated on it they don't know that you can buy a fraction of it so the mindset psychologically oh look dogecoin it's cheap i'm gonna that's probably going to be the next bitcoin i'm getting in so that's the mentality that you have it's a cute dog i mean it's a mean coin and it's right now it's you know it's kind of like wall street bets went ahead and put it into 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 the next gear like where dogecoin was around people were getting into it and it's something that you like buy up put it to the side and have fun with it but wall street bets as soon as everything happened with gamestop and amc people got into dogecoin and ever since it's been this slow climb but now it's accelerating but don't you think one of the consequences of this will be everybody trying to get make the next meme coin and it's it's not gonna it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen right like you you can't this is just my opinion and i, I want to see if you agree or not but you, you can't uh generate virality in a lab you can't you know it, it, it's it's organic it's natural it, it happens you know naturally on the internet this is like an organic movement do you think people are going to be trying to like get i mean you're right they already are trying to get their own their own meme coins out there but it they're not going to work, right? There are plenty of, so obviously you have the copycats. Yeah. So there are plenty. I'm talking about in the last week. I've never heard these tokens in my life. Yeah. But you've had, you know, plenty of people, you know, obviously for wrong reasons, go and make a token, you know, a token and, you know, create a meme token. And they're all out there. The use case, I have no idea what the use case stands for, um, but people are jumping in. They're like, okay, I missed Dogecoin. It's at, you know, 45 cents went back down. I think it's in the 30s right now. So I'm going to go into something that's, you know, not even a penny yet and hope that it's the next Dogecoin. Jeez. At some point, it's going to stop. Listen, at some point, all this stops. I think Doge will remain because it's been around for such a long time. For me, though, I, I keep going back to this. It doesn't, it's not hurting the crypto space. It really isn't. It is onboarding, you know, people are onboarding themselves into Dogecoin. And then 90% of these people are going into legitimate assets like Bitcoin, like Ethereum, uh, XRP, um, and other real use case uh, digital assets. So I don't see it as a threat. Others have come on to social media to call it you know cancerous it's going to bring regulation and all this other stuff to the industry well we already have regulation so i mean that's just nonsense we have regulation we just need clarity on the regulation but 
it, it's, wait, 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 wait. What regulation are you referring to? Well, they're talking about uh, they're gonna, you know, the United States will bring on serious regulation because of Dogecoin. I mean, people are really taking it to the to the next level. I mean, this Dogecoin is not a threat. It's not a threat at all. It is literally bringing new people into the space. People who don't know how to onboard themselves are coming in through Dogecoin. And that community is actually teaching people about cryptocurrency. What can, literally, what can be so bad about that? Uh, I, I mean, I agree with you that it's a net positive, but what can be so bad is people lose, lose their shirt and their pants and their house. And can can I ask this question? Can sure. anybody, I go to Tesla right now and then Tesla, you know, Elon Musk decides to say, you know what? Yeah. 420. Right. And, <laughs> and the stock tanks, did I lose? Yeah. Yeah, you look. You're you're not wrong in that sense. An asset is an asset, whether it's a stock or or a cryptocurrency. So, you know, your point is sound, from the sense that yes, this is just like any other asset under the sun. Some people will will make money, others will lose money. That's kind of how investing works. Um, but I don't know, man. It, it, like, and I say this as somebody like like I own Bitcoin, right? Like, and, and I'm I'm never going to sell my Bitcoin. But this, this to me seems like, I don't know. It just seems it's it's a lot. That's all I can say. I, if if my parents came to me and were like, Spencer, we want to buy Dogecoin, I would I would have a conniption. I think. But you know what? You tell them this is this is me. I will. I don't tell you. I'm not going to say. I don't know. Tell you what to tell your parents. Yeah, but okay. What I would say. No, no. Tell me. To my. This what like I'll say is this. Hey, if you got to go get Bitcoin, you got to go get Ethereum. You got to get. Yeah. You know, real. You know, real digital assets. Not saying that Dogecoin isn't, but Dogecoin to me is something that I've taken on as just like a learning tool kind of thing. It's kind of like yeah. it's just to have fun with. It's not if I make something out of it, great. It's money that you know I can afford to lose, and I'm okay. But yeah. I would not tell somebody mortgage your house on well particularly on anything but especially on dogecoin i would not tell anybody to mortgage their house max out their credit cards and do some crazy stuff and get, go all in to dogecoin i mean that's something that i would not tell anybody and I, i'm totally yeah. against that no uh, john stole on the chat i think i think he's got it right like this is fun right uh, you know if you want to have some fun with a little bit of money Sure. Why the hell not? If it's fun money, if if you would have otherwise spent it, you know, at the racetrack or at the casino, then there's no difference. It's just maybe a higher upside on Dogecoin, but it's the same concept. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I'm with you in the chat. Uh, I, I'm with you, John. Stole from the chat. Uh, wrong with uh, David Gokstein, who is founder of Gokstein Media. David, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so, you know, Gokstein Media was uh, introduced in about well, we started off with a magazine introduced in around 2017. I just felt that it was really hard uh, for people to onboard themselves into this industry in terms of cryptocurrency. Uh, you know, devs or the developers have a have a hard time expressing themselves because they talk in C, C++, C++, uh, <laughs> all this coding language and nobody understands anything. So uh, I felt like, you know, we need something to dumb down to dumb it down and keep it simple so people you know come in here 
it's an easy time to onboard themselves into the cryptocurrency space and for them to understand what blockchain technology really is. Uh, and we went from a magazine to news articles, live streams, podcasts. Uh, we have our new website coming out in a week or so. So uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun helping people. You know, for me personally, what crypto is, it's, it's a reset for everybody. It's a reset where people can come in and have the opportunity uh, to, you know, uh, I don't want to say get wealthy. I want to say get comfortable. You, you think that's one of the big hurdles is that people just aren't because it's a, it's a new thing that they're just not comfortable and therefore they want no part of it. The, you know, when you come into the space and people are telling you, uh, they're talking to you in coding and then yeah. you have to go Google it. And then Google is not telling you, you know, the response that you want to hear. You're like, yeah, I'm out of here. Like I'm done. This is like, I'm not, I don't want to stay here and, yeah, learn about this. I, I don't understand what I'm reading. So when you dumb it down for people, you know, you, you have to build the ground floor. And that's exactly what Gokshi Media is trying to do, especially with our live cast. We, you know, we, we talk to everybody across the world. I mean, it's international. It's not just, you know, in the United States, it's everywhere. People, people want to learn. People want to get into crypto. Listen, and it's a fun time. I know. Listen, I know yeah. you guys talk about stocks. I'm into stocks. I love stocks. But at the end of the day, like right now, on stocks, you make what a five percent return, and you're excited. With crypto, you can make you know fourteen to twenty, and you're not happy with your day. So it's kind of like you know, it's a really, really whoever comes in now is still early. You know, it's still yeah. early. It's still well, I, still a baby I, of a space. I guess it would depend on the stock. Uh, how would you compare this moment right now to say like? I don't know, January 2017. Was it 17 or was it 18? I'm losing track of the years so, now. It was uh, December 2017. Oh, January, January. Yeah, January was when it kind of was, was the yeah. top. How would you compare this moment to that moment? Totally different. Last bull run, you did not have institutional players in the game. You didn't have, you know, corporations, you know, trying to get their hands on Bitcoin. Totally different. Anybody brings up 2017 to me. You cannot compare it to what's happening now. You, you, I'm talking about you're, you're, you're seeing mass adoption, mass yeah. adoption happening. Snickers, take a look at Snickers right now. If you go into Snickers on Twitter, you're going to see them promoting Dogecoin on a, on a Snickers bar. So this entire space has taken off. The people that, you know, PayPal, 2017, they called Bitcoin a Ponzi scheme. 2020, 2021. I remember. Bitcoin is now being accepted by PayPal, along yeah. with other cryptocurrencies. JP Morgan talked about Bitcoin. You know, Jamie, he was all about Bitcoin is just, you know, the, the bubbles going to burst. Now look at them. I mean, everybody who's had something to say about Bitcoin is now in it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, again, we're still early, but people are really jumping in institutions you know this institutions corporations tesla 1.5 sure. billion dollars sure. I mean, come on this, this is you know people might have taken it as a joke but it's not a joke what uh what i find amusing about this whole thing is like when you think it can't go further it goes further and the same could be true for bitcoin the same is true for the entire cryptocurrency thing right because if you thought 2017 was was the was the top 
you were wrong. And if you thought Dogecoin was 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 done two months ago, you were wrong. And so it's just it's like people who bet against the stock market, uh, you know, long term stocks generally speaking go up and uh, crypto just keeps on developing. Anyone has been against it has been wrong for the most part. So I mean, you have a bunch of people that have come together, a bunch of you know people, average Joes have come together, and this is really Bitcoin was really made for mainstream. It was made for uh, Wall Street, so that's the beautiful part about it. But now Wall Street obviously is jumping in, and I hope before they are all in, I hope uh, the regular, just the regular average Joe who's working that nine to five, who has his boss micromanaging every single move that that person gets in and has the ability to change their lives. I, I know not that. everybody's going to win. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're right. I, I'll never forget that New York Times article from 2017 in January. And the headline was, everybody's getting rich on Bitcoin and you're not. And that was like, oh my God. Listen, that was- but that it's the truth. But what happened in 2017, 18, I know. 18, you saw it slowly, you know, go down and people who who made a ton lost a ton because you know everybody believed that it would go up why did it go down of course you know everybody was way too happy so we had to have a cme contract developed and the pessimists came in and obviously you know i fully believe then we lost david there all right David Gokstein, founder of uh, Gokstein Media. And David is gone, but that is all right. He is gone, but not forgotten. David, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Oh, man. That was fun. All right. Uh, it's a good thing that happened about now and not 20 minutes ago. But uh, AB, are you here? Yes, sir. How are we doing? Tom, Tom, be nice, Tom. Come on, man. Tom's like, he sucks. Come on. <laughs> I, I I don't really disagree with anything that, that, that David said, except for the part about people getting into crypto via Doge. But, but you know, he's more into the space than I am. I guess he would have more insight. To me, it seems a little bit – the whole thing seems silly. and But but it's, not, it's, it's no different than buying like a penny stock and using that as your, your, your entree to, to the stock market. A lot of people do that. This is really no different, I guess, in in, in terms of the concept. Um, you know, there's something to be said for people just wanting to gamble and they're having that mentality and wanting to have fun, which I, I can respect. Like, you don't want to be that guy that's at the party and they're talking about like Dogecoin. You're like, oh well, do you have a do you have a 401k and your Roth IRA? Is it set up? Because like, that's not fun. Nobody wants to be that guy. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, you got to have some, some, some respect for like the other side of your brain. David's back. Oh man, David, it's a good thing. Uh, I, I we lost you there, but you're back. Did you have any, I'm, any, I'm sorry. Any, I apologize. I, I don't know what's going on in New York, but I got to tell you, I can't stand. They are not giving us the amount of bandwidth that we deserve. It's because everyone's trading Doge. It's taking up all the, it's taking up the bandwidth. That's what's crazy. Happening. It's crazy. Man. You, you, you have any final thoughts for us? Final thoughts are, I mean, I just hope, I hope that we can get uh, 
and this is me speaking for you know the crypto community not that i speak for everybody but um i really do hope that everybody you know gets themselves into cryptocurrency and just learns about blockchain and and digital assets yeah. that's really it that's that's all i really want whatever happens from there listen do not invest and this goes for any market do not invest money that you can't afford to lose like do not put up that rent money i love it i love it that's it as long as you remember that you can't really go wrong that's it i'm with you man david thanks a lot for joining us we appreciate it next time on camera next time on camera because i love the camera next time on camera it is thank you sir I'll, I'll, i'll hold you to that have a good one you too man all right uh 156 we got four minutes before our next show we're hanging out with david green man wall street global trading academy David Green's going to just hang out, talk. He's the, he's, the, he's the man at live trading. I don't know if you saw, I was just going through some of the different kind of crypto blockchain stocks while uh, David was talking, not David Green. Yeah. Um, I was going through Riot, Mara, SOS, all of those. It looked like a lot of them were getting hit today. So uh, kind of interesting, I guess, tomorrow with people are calling it Doge Day, all this extra emphasis on, on cryptos all of a sudden, but all the, a lot of these stocks were getting hit. Let me go back to uh, Mara real quick. Why don't we just do this? Let's just bring up a chart of Doge. Why not just <laughs> well, What's the point of looking at Mara? Who cares about Mara? Are you kidding me? Get out of what's here. The, what's, the, what's the best place to look at the price of Doge? Get, out of, here with, get out of here with that crap. Here. Coin market cap is, 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 is generally speaking a pretty good Coin market cap. All right, so this is a one day. This is a one day chart. Let's go to the week. Well, the all right, the week. So we had this is a one day chart that I've got. Oh, I'm sorry, this is a daily. I meant to say daily. This is a, each candle is one day. Each candle is one day. So there you can see Doge. Um, I, I I like what he just said. I like what David just said. Uh, of all the things we just talked about, he he saved the best for last. Don't and this goes for not just crypto. Don't invest any money you can't afford to lose, especially if it's not if, if, if you're not saving for retirement or anything like that. You know, if, if if you're trying to get a big winner, trying to get a big winner with money that you don't need to pay your bills. That goes for any investment, any trade, right? Um, Dogecoin is no different in that regard. I'm very much looking forward to the moment that this turns, whenever that happens. Who can say? Is it fifty cents? Is it a dollar? I I took a poll this morning uh, on our YouTube page. I asked where will Dogecoin be by the end of the week. I gave four options. Forty five percent of the vote of the respondents said it would be below forty cents by the end of this week. Thirty five percent said it would be between forty cents and a dollar. Nine percent said it'd be between one and two dollars. And ten percent said it would be above two dollars. Well, for those for, for those saying it was going to be below forty cents or whatever, if you're brave, I'm, I'm linking an article that I wrote a little blog post. That if you really wanted a short Dogecoin, there is a way to do it. Um, I wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't, really? wouldn't do it myself, but I put that in the chat. Um, Spencer, Spencer, I did just uh, hop in the other tab. David is there waiting, so if you want to hop in there, right. I can hang out, go through some more charts. I'm gonna hop off, and we'll get David Green started at two o'clock in one minute. Let's do it. Yeah, Thank you. So, oh, wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm on the Benzinga.
Benzinga homepage right now, seeing what the uh, what the most popular stories of the day are, and they're all Dogecoin. All Dogecoin. Well, if you'd like to hang out, we got we got David Green coming up next. Uh, once he goes live, I'll go ahead and go over there. Um, what, are, what are some stocks that people want to see? They're throwing them out in the in the ticker, and we'll get going there. Um, we get in my Benzinga Pro real quick. Still got Mara. Still got Mara pulled up. Um, which Mara, I mean, it's kind of a good uptrend, but it's kind of ugly, this big red candle right here. Um, down 10% on a day, as you can see. Well, oh, Internet Explorers is asking, will Doge be over, over 50 cents or under 50 cents? One or two. Tomorrow is Doge day. So like I said, I'm not going to be the one that, that takes that uh, those steps to actually short Dogecoin, but if you wanted to, um, you know you could. So I don't know. It's just going to be interesting to watch. That's where I'm at on this stand, standing on the sideline. I like watching these um, crypto stocks that kind of move with the different Bitcoin and Ethereum's Riot SOS. I like Hive the most out of all these different ones. It is an OTC, so it's not as big as some of the other ones. It seems like they're really going in a in a good direction. I don't know if any of y'all have opinions on on Hive, but if you do, I'd like you to drop them in the chat. Hit a one if you like Hive. Hit a two if you don't like Hive. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get. Um, you know, we got David Green. He's the pro at live trading. He's gonna be coming on in one second. So I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up here. And if you want to. Uh, if you want to hang out and watch David Green, please do. If you want to learn something about live trading, you want to watch a pro live trade wheel and deal, make some good trades, then stick around. And if not, we'll be back tomorrow, noon, Doge, do it. Doge day tomorrow. We got the Apple event. Should be a big day.